Hey, I just want to appreciate everybody who's listening right now. Um, this is a new idea we're going with. This is Morning Walks with Alex. Uh, we might get a couple episodes off, just one, who knows, but I appreciate everybody for jumping in on this. So let's start it off. You know, we're going to get some music going and set the vibes right. Unreleased music just hits so crazy. Obviously, this is just a mashup of two different beats, but still. I just want to meet the guy who was sitting here like, you know what, I'm going to just put, say, say it on the, say, Sade, Sade, Sade on the track, and then we're just going to put more life behind it. What, what parts of life do you got to be going through for that? He was like, nah, this is a great idea. And this is one of his better ideas. Cherish Everything. It's an unreleased uh, mashup of uh, a Sade song and uh, Can't Have Everything by Drake. Uh, I probably should have went and researched the song that was mashed up, but you know, unprepared. Um, but as I said, Morning Walks with Alex. Um, just a little space for me to get, you know, some ideas, some thoughts off um, that, you know, we don't normally get to on our Sunday recordings as a group. So, um, first off, uh, I want to get to the idea of this, where I just was like, I've started to take my weekend mornings where I can watch the sunrise and add better and better things to it to enhance the experience. And I can't um, downplay that. Um, just adding like tea. Obviously, things of, you know, the <laughs> uh, ganja variety, um, honey to tea, <laughs> a coat because it'll be cold in the morning, you know, just different stuff. That morning applesauce, that morning applesauce really changes things. Like, if you can enjoy that morning applesauce by just, like, not having to worry about work or talking to people who can barely read, you know. That, it, it really go crazy for me. What's, what's good, my man? I'm, I'm trying to record right now. I don't got no food for you, could. But, um, yeah, so that morning routine is really, really essential. Um, and getting a better one is essential, I think, at least in my current path to, you know, raising the upper ceiling on my life. 
it's it's really crazy when you start the day out just not doing anything, but you're doing something. And that sounds stupid, but it's like instead of just laying in bed staring at the ceiling having an existential crisis, you're like get up, you know, and go, you know, get you some stuff to get your body going. Start of the day, it really changes your outlook on it. Cause I'm up, you know, uh, I feel productive. I feel like I'm doing something. That's why you know I'm recording right now, and it it, it really changes things. It allows you to get some thoughts off. You can really, it, no, you can always really get your thoughts off. It, I think it allows you to process them. I, I, everything slows down. It doesn't feel like everything's moving for me, because you know it's quiet. You know, the noise is being made is the music I'm probably listening to. Um, you know, whatever one or two cars are driving by. You know, if you got roommates, you know if they're up early or not. But for me, it be quiet, and that's why I like the mornings, and I like starting them off right. So, my suggestion to you guys is get get you a morning routine. You know, it, I know everybody like to be up late. Look, you going to find out it's not too many exciting things going on at night. Um, but the morning, you can make some shit shake in the morning. You really can. Um, get you some breakfast, you know, do some working out, read a book, whatever, whatever your steez is. But I guarantee you. If you if you get that morning off right, whole rest of your day right. It it's changed my perspective on the day so much that I think about like when I'm thinking about different ways to improve my income and everything. I, I frame it in the well, how do you want to start your morning? And personally, I hate the fact that outside of the weekend, if I got to go to work, I can't enjoy my sunrises. I'm watching them from a trailer in the middle of a car lot. Um, it sucks, but the weekend, if I can just enjoy that and like find a way to transfer it to the week to where I can get up, feel productive and enjoy that, that's fire to me. That That's all I'm looking forward to. And there's, there's not really any downside to that. I, I can't think of one, you know, if y'all think of one, you know, let me know. But for me personally... I just think it's just the best way to try and advance life forward. And that's really all we're here for, is to find new ways to enjoy your life. And for me, it's making sure when I eat my morning applesauce, I have the absolute best aesthetic surrounding me in that moment. Because that mango applesauce from Mott's, man, let me tell you, if you ain't stressed, that shit hit like cocaine in the 80s. (laughs) I ain't do cocaine in the 80s, but... This gotta be better, or at least comparable. I don't know, but yeah, that, that's really for me. Um, to that, to that on, on my on my next point. Um, so excuse me, I gotta I gotta read. Uh, oh, this, this that's what I wanted to get. I made it a slight mention to it, but um, I don't want to continue working. A job where I have to continuously talk to people who can't read a white sign on the door. Um, And this is an epidemic that's far-reaching, and I'm sure it has some educational basis. Um, You know, if we got any uh, educators or statisticians listening. Ah, man. How you... Statisticians? I'm going to look that word up. See, and that's the thing. 
I'm not talking about people who don't understand stuff. Because I don't understand stuff. I just uh, died on that word. I can't stand the people who refuse to go learn stuff. You know, in my job, I say every day the same line over and over to a plethora of people. A lot of them, I've said it a billion times to. And you just are amazed at how they are dumb by choice. And that is the most baffling thing to me. This world is so crazy. You choose to be dumb. And I know ignorance is bliss. I don't want to know everything. Trust me. <laughs> but there's just like a baseline of, I don't want to look crazy in places. And these people just be looking crazy and then get mad when they look crazy. I, I can't understand it. They probably should drink more tea in their mornings. They're stressed out or something. Because I, I just, for the life of me, can't understand why you would willfully live in such ignorance and be so adamant about it. 30, 40, 50 year olds talking about they can't work a smartphone. I was like, you had to learn how to use that flip phone. What are you talking about? And you just don't, they just, people just don't continue that mindset. They just get set in the way and then that everything else should just change. But that's not how you got there. You had to learn a bunch of stuff to even get to the point where you knew how to use that raggedy flip phone. These raggedy iPhones are going to be. Uh, the same way It's going to be people 50, 60 years old Like why can't it just work like an iPhone Nah you got to keep going Keep moving forward Keep learning Don't be afraid to look Don't be afraid to look dumb and ask questions I'm going to ask a bunch of questions I, I have no problem looking dumb But don't look dumb and you know stand on that That's crazy to me That's insane That's part of, part of the reason why I hate my job Every other part of it is cool Like they don't be on my ass I be chilling. I get to listen to music and podcasts all day. Dress code is uptight. For the moment, they're paying me, you know, pretty decent. Um, but I have higher aspirations than that. It's just my customers, you know. Customers and truck drivers. And sometimes they're one and the same. And they are just, for people who deal with so much money, I think that's what it is. When I, just dealing with so much money every day. I touch so much money every day from dumb dumb people and I'm just like this is crazy this is so so crazy how are you this dumb with this much money I don't have to answer that question but I, 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 it baffles me it don't keep me up at night but show do you have me at work scratching my head I can tell you that for sure so yeah, just don't don't get to 30, 40 and feel like you know everything. Because then you're just going to look really crazy in some spots. So. Um, a little bit of basketball. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a Laker fan. Um, still feels weird having LeBron on the team. But uh, I accepted it. You know, you kind of just got to accept things. You have a great player on your team. All-time great. Um, no matter if it looks weird or not. Um, but I'm just confused at how people thought this team was going to compete this year. Like, even in the best-case scenario, I just... You look at the team as it was constructed. Not the names on it, but the team as it was constructed. I'm just really, really confused at what people thought their ceiling was going to be. 
Um, yes, LeBron was going to be great, but if you know anything about basketball, you know, LeBron's problem is not the skills uh, leaving him. It was two things. He clearly doesn't have the step that made him bend defenses into these decision trees that really had all bad options behind it. Now there are some good options. As you can see with how many threes he's taken now, he knows it because he cannot get to the rim at will. Um, it happens to everybody just because, and at the NBA level, people think just because you can do it against a certain level of competition and for certain nights that it hasn't left you. No, these are top tier athletes. What we're looking for and what makes people great to get to be the top of the apex every day, that consistency in all variables. Bron don't got the same variables. And then on top of that, he played with the ball all the time. All the decisions come through him having the ball. And it just wasn't the same. And it didn't look the same last year. Even when they won, it didn't look the same. Hasn't looked the same in a while. Um, and then AD, uh, <laughs> he's good. He's good. He's probably one of the best number twos you'll ever have. He's just not a number one. But I don't know why anybody thought it was going to be, oh, LeBron passing the torch to AD and AD becoming his number one. Like, what have, what have we learned about the NBA for the, over 40, 50 years? Probably even longer than that. No, because it was true, probably true back then. But these days, I'll say, so yeah, no. If we go probably since Jordan, Jordan and back, when was the last team with a true number one as their big that won the title? And, and I mean that without... Yeah, he might have been a best player, but I'm talking about he initiates their offense and everything. That's the thing people don't realize is your best player can be a big, but your number two who initiates it has to create the same sort of scenarios for the defense that they just aren't. Like, what's a good example? Giannis. Giannis Antetokounmpo. It took forever for him to learn. And even then, he, he's starting to put it together. But he had to learn how to make the defense make lateral decisions that are bad. You coming from the top of the key, barreling into somebody and expecting that to work 50 times a game, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not going to work over a long period for in top tier teams. Because we're, we're talking championships, because that's the other thing. We're talking top top-tier decision-making and how your ceiling as a championship team looks. And as a big, if you can't make the defense move side to side and make and have to pick their poison, it's, it's a lot harder. It's just a lot harder. A lot, of thing, a lot more things have to go your way. Whereas if you're the wing, what, 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 make, what makes the wing so good is, is it's really basic. It's elementary. It goes down to Power and agility. The agility in the guards is always there, but they lack the size and the power. In the bigs, they have the size and the power, but they lack the agility. The wings, they have a combination of both, which made LeBron so crazy because he was fat, really fast and really big, so he had that power. So it wasn't that him coming 
downhill was so much of the problem. It was he could make you make decisions going left and right. And anybody who plays basketball knows that moving your hips and moving left to right is what gets you killed. Making bad gambles on going sideline to sideline is what you get, gets you killed. Joel Embiid, he's been going crazy the last month or so. And the team still suck. Well, don't suck. They're like 500. But for, for somebody who's averaging like 40 and 12 over the last like 10, 13 games, it don't look the same. Why? Because Joel Embiid doesn't make the defense make a bunch of bad decisions. The ball has to be entered into the paint to him, which means he's gotten the ball with maybe 15 seconds left in the shot clock. You're already against the top shot clock in the defense. Yeah, he's closer to the basket, but the defense is set. So any of his moves, you pretty much know where they're coming from. And there's nothing to collapse on. Whereas if you got, uh, I don't know, Kevin Durant slicing around, moving around the uh, free throw line, and, it, and you know by any, any second you're a half step off, he's at the basket or he's pulling up. You you got a bunch of bad decisions on your on your plate. Um, I don't know if I explained that the greatest, but I be understanding in my head. Um, but yeah, I, I I think I actually got away from my point. My point was LeBron doesn't have that anymore. AD is a two, as far as the pecking order. Like he could probably be your best player, but you need a player to make the defense make bad decisions, horrible horrible decisions, and they're just like, well, we had to pick the le- less of two evils. Um, and he just doesn't do that. And Russ wasn't going to fix that. Nothing about that roster was telling you that they were going to be able to fix that. So I'm really, really, really confused this whole season why people are so shocked. I mean, I guess they're shocked because the team is this bad, but nothing that nothing on this roster told me that anybody on here was going to be good. But I was telling my friends before the season started, your best case scenario was for that gamble on Taylor Horton Tucker to be right. And it wasn't. Shocker. So, yeah. Um, Lakers, they're, they're not winning the title this year. They were never winning the title this year. It's not happening. Um, where they go from here, don't know. Because if I had to make an early bet, they ain't winning it next year either. But uh, I don't know what the odds are on that. <laughs> uh, hold, I'm going to uh, call Rob after this. Shout out my boy Rob and see what the lines is on that. See if I can put some early action. Um, but the other team I want to talk about, uh, Golden State, real quick on that one. Golden State, uh, Steph's been in a funk. But this, this is the kind of the reverse problem of the AD thing where Steph's so good at shooting threes. Um, and he does create a lot of bad decisions. But with him being small, if he gets off like he is right now and you don't have that three, that wing that makes other teams make bad decisions, now it looks tough. Now, they're a really good team, so they're still winning. They still know what to do, and, you know, they gutted out that win against Houston last night. But when it looks bad, it looks really bad. That's why people really got to put some more respect on all these big wing players that, you know, people don't show love to, like KD, Brian, Kawhi, even uh, <laughs> Playoff P. 
he he that's just the mental that's just realizing the mental uh aspect of things is you know your shot selection and everything just has to be impeccable and uh, Paul George he just doesn't bring it but even then like he just makes he makes you make a bunch of bad decisions he just takes a bunch of bad decisions himself like it's way too many jump shots it's it's not a lot of force in the defense to bend or break um that's really the problem that's that upper echelon where you're, you're forcing the defense to bend or break and just watching individuals who have the talent to be able to do that in any situation is uh just crazy to watch so um while they're still here respect them zach levine and the, and the bulls like uh yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say that for for the for the pod tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get to that. I have an opinion about the Bulls that I need to get off, but just know I I, I am paying attention. Unfortunately, um, but yeah, um, did I want to get to anything else? Hmm. I guess since it's a morning thing, um, I want to get to something philosophical. Um, the importance of losses. You gotta lose. Um, I don't think anybody who's a real winner believes that you shouldn't take losses. That's why I always find it funny when people be like, I'm done taking L's. No, you're not. You're never done taking L's. But those who persevere and learn from their losses... Those are the individuals that you you be looking at them like, damn, they winning all the time. Yeah, because they taking a bunch of losses behind the scenes. But they learning from them, mitigating them. They keep making new mistakes and taking new losses. I hate it too if I was making the same losses. Me personally, I mean, outside probably romantically a little bit, but I don't, I don't make too many of the same mistakes. I, I like doing new shit. This podcast and stuff came out of nowhere. I mean, took a bunch of L's on this, but I learned, and I'm gonna keep going. Um, I think my problem is just consistency in day to day, trying to take more losses, um, and then learning from them quickly. But you know, L L is the letter of the day. Losses, learning, losses and learning. Hmm, that might be the episode name. Losses and learning. But yeah, you gotta be. Available to take losses. You got to be ready. You got to allow that into you. Because if you just got this. What is winning without losses? How, how can you even enjoy wins? What if, You don't even know what the wins look like if you don't lose. If you're not, if you're not failing. So make sure you, you out here taking some losses. And, and learning from them. Because if you feel like you winning every day. And all you do is take wins. You're probably not accomplishing too much. Probably. Who knows? I'm not the law of the land, you know. Not the sheriff around these parts. But, you know, logistically speaking, you feel like all you do is take wins. You either in denial or you're not winning too much. Because you don't know what the what the losses look like. What, what Benny's saying. Losses turn to pain. Then they become advantages. That's the timeline of life. Lose some shit. It's going to hurt. And then you turn it to an advantage because you, you know what to do. You know how to avoid it. You know how to process it. You've seen it before. I know what this looks like. So um, all my people out here and anything you're trying to do business-wise, creative-wise, romantically, with your personal goals, 
you know, make sure you, you understand what your losses are. Um, and if you not taking no losses, you're not playing the game. You're not playing if you ain't taking none. So make sure you make sure you playing the game out here. Um, but uh, we kind of went along a little bit. Uh, this has been a good first episode. We get this out. Uh, appreciate y'all. Appreciate again. Appreciate everybody who's been sitting with me um, for this little bit of time. Starting the weekend off, uh, I'm gonna try and get these off as you know. So as much as I can, if y'all still like it, so let me know. Uh, this has been Morning Walks with Alex, and you know I'll get a get another track to get us out of here. On let's see real quick, what can we produce? I got something. I got something. I got something. Da 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 da. Oh man, I'm freezing up on the. We can do this. Yep. This has been Morning Walks with Alex, episode one. Make sure you follow the Back Porch Podcast on Instagram at the Back Porch Pod. On Twitter at Back Porch BPP, all one word. Um, just let me know how you liking this. Um, I hope everybody's weekend goes great. Everybody's safe, blessed. Wear your mask. I don't got Kelly here, so I will say this. Wear your condoms. Um, and just be blessed and be happy. Choose happiness. Choose happiness.